0: Before we get started with today's podcast i would just like to let you find folks know about 4k video downloader now what is 4k video downloader i'll tell you 4K Video Downloader is a free program that will allow you to download YouTube videos to your computer. Now, if you decide to download this with my referral link in the show notes and decide to upgrade to the premium version for the low price of $15, you will get the benefits of being able to download unlimited playlists, channels, subtitles, and you get no ads and future updates. Click my referral links in the show notes to get started and support this podcast. about you anymore oh sorry hello everyone welcome back to the danny the two podcast uh looks like you accidentally caught me singing my new song i graduated today available today on my youtube channel that's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, man. Now I probably everybody's going to have to go over to my YouTube channel and listen to my new song. I graduated today. That's so awkward. <laughs> it's so awkward, man. I can't leave you me singing my own song. Oh, man. This is so weird. This is so weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, hello, everyone. Do Podcast. Today is Wednesday. What? That is a fact. Today is, is actually Wednesday, and I know that it's Wednesday because it's Wednesday. Remember uh, the good old days before, before we were on episode 20-something when I was just every single episode, I was like, hey, we have two jokes. We have, it's in the show notes, and then we also have I hope you're listening to this on Wednesday because you only have to listen on Wednesday. The Wednesday joke, I don't hear it being used as much anymore. I wonder if I run it into the ground. Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. I'm going to see if people start making jokes about it again. I quite liked seeing everybody say like, Oh no, why you accidentally listened to it on Thursday? And we're all like, fuck you dumbass. You're supposed to listen to it on Wednesday. And they're like, Oh no, please don't make fun of me. And I'm like, yeah, I am going to make fun of you. And also your mom's a whore. And then where he's like, no, my mom's not a whore. And then I say, yeah, she is. She had sex with me last night. And then he's like, no, no, she didn't. And then nine months later, his mom gets pregnant with another child And it looks exactly like me. And then the kid's like, oh, you actually did have sex with my mommy? You are so gross. Why would you do that? And I say, fuck you. You should have listened to it on Thursday. I mean, Wednesday. Fuck, I ruined (laughs) the, I ruined the end of that joke. um, How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing today? It's been a while since I I checked up on you, you know? Just how are you doing? Just in general, are you doing good? Are you doing bad? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you succeeding? Are you failing to what uh, what amounts are you succeeding? What amount are you failing? Do you you think that you're that you're succeeding a good amount? Do you think that you're succeeding a bad amount? I wonder. Hmm. I wonder if we're going to be talking about that today. Probably not. Anyway, I'm going to get into my uh, really quickly. My random act of kindness from a listener today that I'd like to shout out is the first one that I got. (laughs) I thought this was pretty funny. Um, I'll just read this as uh, a teacher said, I have a random act of kindness from a student to go with our unit on genocide where you helped me out. I had, I was talking about me. I had a zoom session from the Syrian emergency task force slash wisdom house, Google it and had the kids write letters for displaced students in Idlib, and got this one in today. All right. So here's the letter. You guys can't see it. It's got a very cute drawing of a Syrian child. Uh, happily playing with his three fingers under the sun and the two clouds. And it says, Dear, people of Syria, I hope one day will come when there is no more war. So there would be a nice sunny day with birds chirping, fresh air and no more screaming. (laughs) This kid gets it. This kid gets it. I don't know what to tell you, dog. This kid understands the problem in Syria more than Trump ever would. I don't know what to tell you, dog. I hope the day will come when every single person on the planet will treat each other with kindness and love. Sincerely name has been blocked out. Wow. That was so powerful. Uh, that was, (laughs) that was a pretty funny one. Uh, once again, Perform a random act of kindness. Please perform acts of kindness and let me know. Okay? If you don't, then I'm going to tell Santa and none of you guys are going to get presents. That's the rule. Let me know. Do acts of kindness and then let me know. That's the rule. Anyway, the reason I've kind of been drawing this out a little bit more is that this uh, article is a little bit shorter than the ones that I usually read. However... I also just, you know, I did graduate college, did release a music video. I did want to talk about the random act of kindness. So I had enough fodder that it, it was fair. All right. Stop fucking yelling at me, dumbass. Puh. That's me spitting on your fucking ugly ass face. Puh. Puh. I'm sorry. Please keep listening. Uh, this article is from Newsweek. It's by Kashmira Gander. And it says, <clears throat> Failing this many times could help us learn new things more efficiently. What? Failing this many times could help us learn new things more efficiently. Uh, Como si dice, what the fuck? Scientists have calculated what they say is the percentage of times that we need to fail in order to most efficiently learn something new. Hmm. Interesting. Let's keep reading. In what researchers have dubbed the 85% rule... Okay, before we move on, I'm trying to try to guess what the percentage is that they think you should succeed. I'm going to say it is twenty five percent, twenty five percent in the succeeding category. Failing 15 percent of the time and succeeding the remainder is the optimal way to gain new skills and information. Okay, so if you fail 15 percent of the time, how much is that succeeding? Let me see. Oh, it's 85 that was wrong oops that was way off <laughs> anyway otherwise if the challenge is too easy we don't learn too hard and we're likely to put it off and give up to arrive at this percentage the authors of the paper published in the journal nature communications taught computer simple tasks like telling the difference between patterns or reading and sorting handwritten numbers they found the machines learned fastest when they got the task wrong 15 percent of the times and succeeded 85% And by looking at existing research on learning in humans and animals like monkeys, they found that this ratio also appeared to give us the best results when it comes to learning. Robert Wilson, lead author of the study and University of Arizona assistant professor of psychology and cognitive science, explained in a statement that the work puts an idea known as the zone of proximal difficulty already in use in the field of education on a mathematical footing. Wilson explained this approach could be used in what is known as perceptual learning, where we hone our knowledge over time. He used the example of a radiologist learning to tell between an X-ray, which shows a tumor, and one which doesn't. All right, let's cut off just a little bit before I use up the rest of the article. I think this is both cool, interesting, and true. What? Danny, the two, agrees with the article he's reading. I didn't see that one coming. But yeah, so... If people succeed all the time, then they will become reliant on their constant success. And then when something hard happens that they can't handle, they tend to give up. People who fail too much get discouraged and they stop trying. I've seen this with my life. I am a pretty uh, academically sound student. I would say just graduated college. Don't know if you guys knew that, but my grades were very good. My grades were like, like usually in the A range, the vast majority of the times they were in the A range, maybe 92, maybe 98, but they were, they were pretty good all throughout school and college and all that shit. So I'm proud of the stuff that I've been able to do, but this is a very important distinction. Whenever stuff got hard, uh, usually I would say I had enough people warn me about this concept that I would, that I would be willing to work hard either way. But when things get hard, it was genuinely harder for me to overcome obstacles than it was for people who, I guess, had better uh, better discipline. People who were disciplined to overcome obstacles in all of their life and everyday life and stuff like that. They are more likely to figure things out faster than me because I uh, get mad and throw a tantrum and give up, basically. That's not really true, obviously. I had my, my dad always told me, that when he went to high he was, he went to high school, he did super good, didn't even have to try. Then he went to college. Uh oh, oopsie doopsie. Everything was really, really hard. And he ended up just having to uh, like start from scratch and he had to relearn how to learn. And it, it would have been a lot more useful if you did that as a kid. So I'm pretty grateful that I was told that story. When I went into college, I was like bracing myself for it to be super hard for me. You know, I don't want to, you know, sound like I'm bragging or anything. But for me, it actually I don't feel like it was that bad, probably because I was prepared to work super duper hard, even compared to how I had been working in high school. I just worked as hard as I could in everything I could do and uh, shit just always seemed to work out. So let's get back into the article. Uh, let's. We're talking about the uh, telling the difference between an x-ray with a tumor and one that does not have a tumor. You get better at figuring out if there's a tumor in an image over time and you need experience and you need examples to get better, he said. I can imagine giving easy examples and giving difficult examples and giving intermediate examples, Wilson said. If I give really easy examples, you get 100% right all of the time, and there's nothing left to learn. If I give really hard examples, you'll be 50% correct and still not learning anything new. Whereas if I give you something in between, you can be at the sweet spot where you are getting the most information from each particular example. Relating the findings to students, he gave the following advice. If you are taking classes that are too easy and acing them all the time, then you probably aren't getting as much out of a class as someone who's struggling but managing to keep up. Wilson said the hope is that we can expand this work and start to talk more about complicated forms of learning. Speaking to Newsweek, Wilson stressed, definitely do not take away that 85% is some magic number that we should be aiming at all the time. This only applies in the very limited settings we considered. A more useful takeaway is that perfection isn't great for learning. We need to make some mistakes in order to learn, and if what you're doing isn't challenging, then you're probably not learning as well as you could. This is especially true for kids, and as parents and educators, we need to make sure we are not overemphasizing perfection at the cost of learning. Of course, when things are too difficult, we don't learn either. So it's equally important not to push your kids into things they aren't ready for, Wilson said. Pointing out the limitations of the study, Wilson told Newsweek the team only considered what are known as binary classification tasks. For example, identifying whether a photo features a cat or a dog, rather than more general challenges. The study also didn't look at very fast learning in humans or animals. There's one comment on the article I thought was kind of funny. It says, Writer was the assignment to take a topic we've known for 400 years and make it seem cutting edge applied to our new internet world. Mission accomplished. The funniest part of this is that the very smart Scott Adams tweeted it. We get it. Eight foot tall basketball players stand there and drop the ball in. Mostly. Have a nice day. Olive Magnet, if you're listening, I hope you found peace. You sound like a bitch. You sound like a total twat bitch. So I hope you found peace. And if you have not found peace and you're still a bitch, I hope you die. I just hope you die in a way that is not necessarily painful, but not quick either. You know, like, I don't want to give you that much credit. I just, I hope you die a semi-painful death. Is that bad? Is it really that bad to hope that someone wishes a semi-painful death? I don't think so. I think we should normalize wishing death on people. I'm just going to say it. We live in a little pussy footed world where wishing death on people is looked down upon. It's called harassment and threatening. What the fuck, man? I'm just going to say it. If you don't like death threats, I hope you die. I'm actually probably going to try to kill you myself. All right. All right. I don't know what to tell you, doc. I simply don't know what to tell you, doc. All right, so that's it with the podcast, the actual meat and bones of the podcast. Now we're going to get into the uh, into the uh, container. We're going to go ahead and hop into the Pyrex bowl. Now, this is the shit where it's like you might not necessarily like this because if you're just here for the chicken, then this is basically just like licking the chicken juice off of the uh, size of it. But hey, you know, like (laughs) we can still hang out and lick chicken juice together if you want. I just want to kind of, uh, kind of recap a couple things. I was looking through a couple old YouTube videos of mine, pretty proud of a lot of them. I was looking through some old YouTube videos and I was like really interested in like how I, how I spoke and things. There was one time that I said that my content was always going to be family friendly. I thought that was really funny. Um, my YouTube is still family friendly to be fair. I'm still family friendly on YouTube and that's what I technically said. But here on the podcast, I say bad words like fuck and also shit i say lots of really really bad naughty words and i have a lot of fun with it it's really entertaining <laughs> so yeah also uh i've been thinking about that i also just kind of want to say i've been thinking about bad christian bad christian 2 did very well it is still the most listened to episode on my podcast which i'm very very happy about that makes me super duper happy glad you guys liked it i'm kind of curious if bad christian 3 would do would be closer to Bad Christian 1. Bad Christian 1, it didn't do awful, but it didn't do great. <clears throat> like, the ones I'm looking at right now, um, it was sandwiched in between episode 18 and 19. Both of those got more listens. Uh, it also got the same number of listens as the random word generator with Caleb the Meme King. That was a bonus episode, and that one did pretty well for being a bonus episode, but it also did the same as Bad Christian 1. So... Bad Christian 2 obviously skyrocketed. I'm looking at these numbers. I don't really know what they mean. I don't know. I just don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you, dog. But hey, I'm going to release a Bad Christian 3 at some point. If it tanks, I'm going to assume that Bad Christian 2 might have just gotten recommended to some people. And But people genuinely loved Bad Christian 2. The people who listened to it texted me and they said it was fantastic and stuff like that. So I was really happy about that. Anyway, um, yeah, I was a little more vulnerable early on. In the first couple episodes, I talked about how I was kind of having a hard time talking because I'm not really used to it. I I think I said at one point that I was kind of worried that I might be developing a lisp or something. That might still be the case, honestly. Um, I'm kind of having a hard time uh, talking. (laughs) Topeka, Kansas, Topeka, Kansas. I'm working on it. Not really sure why I'm having a hard time, especially because I just recorded and finished up recording a song. It has pretty good vocals. Not really sure what's going on with that. But hey, I'm hoping that my my train of thought is uh, still pretty easy to follow if you're in the caboose. I also hope that I'm not talking too fast or slurring my words. I caught myself doing it a couple times. Like just now, I said I caught myself doing it a couple times. I got to get better at it. I need to get better at it. That's why I'm here. (laughs) This is episode 23. Uh, that's pretty, pretty freaking good. It's the end of October. My first episode was the beginning of May. So that is, uh, that's a full, I think either five or six, let me do the math. Cause it started at the beginning of May and the end of October. We got all about the five, six, seven, eight, nine, and all of month 10. Yeah. That's six full months that I've been doing this podcast. That's like half of a baby. You know, this podcast is half a baby. Welcome back to the Half a Baby podcast. Hope you're all enjoying it. So that's a bit. That's about it for my Pyrex licking. I'm going to go ahead and say adieu. Remind you once again, if you have not already listened to it, go listen to my I Graduated Today new song on YouTube. Very, very proud of how it turned out. Got a full music video out of it. People seem to like it. Got a pretty good amount of views already. Pretty happy with it. I mean, we're talking like... Like about 200, I think it's at 180 right now. I could be wrong. That's pretty good for me, you know. Very, (laughs) it's very good for me. That's double what last video got three weeks ago. So I'm pretty happy with it. So check it out if you haven't already. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Hope I'm not rambling too much. Uh, I just, I kind of felt more just like sitting down and talking to you guys today. I I slapped an article into it, and it was actually genuinely pretty interesting to learn. But I didn't really feel like expanding on it that much. I kind of just felt like sitting down and talking to you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know. Let me know if you don't ever want me to talk to you again, or let me know if you want me to talk to you more, or just let me know if you're stupid. Just go on my Discord. If you say anything, I will assume you're stupid. I don't know how to tell you, Doc. I don't make the rules, I just make them. All right. So, with that being said, thank you all very much for listening to my silly podcast. Hopefully, I give you joy. If I don't give you joy, uh fuck you that's a rap